This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. It is our 7 o'clock hour. What we will be exploring this hour... <laughs> I'm going to just let you hear a rant by a uh, young man named Kyle Brandt. Uh, He works at, I'm trying to think where he works at now. He works at NFL Network and actually very good friends with Ross Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yes. Kyle Brandt did a takedown of the Dallas Cowboys that you will not want to miss. And it's coming up in just a few minutes. He's a good friend of Ross. That's good. And we are going to explore, uh, stunning right now, the big matchup in this game. Boza versus Johnson. Mm. Who's going to win that? We better bring in a football expert for that one, our own Ross Tucker. Hi, Ross. Angelo, what's up, man? How are you? Kyle was my uh, college roommate, believe it or not. Did you hear his takedown of the Cowboys? Not not yesterday's, oh. but I've heard it. I've heard it several times before. I've, I've heard the same type of thing. Yes. Oh, well, it's hilarious. Good. He is extremely knowledgeable and talented, as are you, uh, Ross. What surprised you the most about that easy Eagles victory over the Giants? Um, I guess just that—that that it was just that easy. Yeah. You know, I think we talked last week, Angelo, and I felt like coming out of the bye. One of two things could happen. They'd either be sort of sluggish and rusty and it would come down to the end or they would just come roaring out and really be able to take care of business. And thankfully, it was the latter. I mean, they just came out obviously on fire and uh, it'll be a key this this week as well. But the Giants are just not a team built to come from behind. That was very clear. I guess I was surprised that it was that easy and that they made the Giants look that bad. You know, the week before, Daniel Jones played the game of his life, and I know the Vikings' defense isn't good, but played the game of his life. And look, I mean, the Giants' backups did a better job against the Eagles than their starters did. (laughs) They did a better job in Week 18 with Davis Webb than Daniel Jones did out there. It's very, very true. I want to go through the formula the Eagles used against the Giants to see if it would work against the Niners. I'll start with the coin toss. In that atmosphere, if the Eagles win the toss, should they do what you just said, take over, take control from the opening snap, and accept the ball rather than defer? I think it's, you know, typically I would say, no, you always defer. I think it's a really interesting question. Now, we all know that the Eagles have a very strong analytics department, and there's all kinds of information and reasoning and logic for why people like to defer. So it would sort of go against character 
for the Eagles organization, which is really heavy into probabilities, to go against deferring. And there's a reason why almost everybody defers. That said, I think it's gigantic that the Eagles get out to a lead in this game. Mm. The Niners, Angelo, they are really, whether it's the quarterback or the offensive line, they are not in a good position if they get down in the game and have to get into a drop-back passing game. The Niners really need to be able to run the ball, play action, play with a lead. I think you can make the argument, though, Angelo, even if you defer, you should have come out on defense, get a three and out, then get the ball and go down the field. I got you, but uh, let me go to the next stage of this. Uh, We came up with the game plan, and it worked perfectly. Run the ball a ton, Ross, and throw to Goddard. Goddard's our main target. Will that work against the Niners? Well, Goddard is phenomenal. I was watching the tape and some clips of the game against the Giants. There are some blocks. I might put it on social media today, at Ross Tucker NFL. I'm telling you, Goddard is a bad, bad boy. I love that guy. It's a crime that he's not able to go to the Pro Bowl. The issue against the Niners is other than Bosa, their three best defensive players are their two off-the-ball linebackers, Dre Greenlaw, 57, Fred Warner, 54, who might be the best off-the-ball linebacker in the league, and then Hafunga, their safety, number 29. So I say that, because I, you know, I don't know if the Eagles will look at Goddard against those guys as their best matchup. I think they might look at it and say, we like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, both of whom, by the way, Angelo, were, were somewhat quiet yes. against the Giants Saturday night. I have a feeling the Eagles might look at those guys and say, you know what? We like their matchups against the Niners' corners better than we like Goddard against the stud Niners linebackers and safety. All right, let me do one more matchup on that side of the ball. Uh, Bosa versus Lane Johnson. We know Lane Johnson gave up nothing as usual, no sacks, no pressures, no hits, nothing against the Giants. Can Lane Johnson possibly not at 100% Ross handle uh, Bosa? I think he can, yes. Um, By the way, I don't know if you saw this, Angelo. This is just something that, you know, if you're really into football, you notice. Do you know? So when you have a core muscle injury, like a core muscle tear, Angelo, that is where you get your power from, right? Mm. Like your power is your core. Mm. Do you see the Giants put 350-pound Dexter Lawrence over Lane and just tried to bull, bull rush the crap out of him? It's like they know that it's a core muscle injury. I don't know if they're trying to tear it worse or what they were trying to do, but they were certainly sure as heck trying to get Lane to be very uncomfortable having to stop that bull rush. I do think Lane can handle Bosa. I probably, early in the game at least, would give Lane some help. They usually don't have to, but just a little bit, just have a, a running back run through Bosa's outside armpit, maybe slide there a little bit. I don't know that I want to put him isolated one-on-one the entire game. Makes sense. Other side of the ball, obviously the big question is, how is a rookie, a seventh-round draft pick, going to function in the biggest game of his life? Will this be a new test for Purdy in the hostile atmosphere of Lincoln Financial Field? So, of course, he's never played on this big of a stage, but I think he started, man, like five years at Iowa State. And every time I watch an Iowa State game, like at Oklahoma 
or at Texas or against Iowa in that rivalry game, you know, those are obviously big-time college football crowds. He played well. I mean, he, he, he was up to the task. So he is very experienced, and he played in, frankly, some of the biggest games in Iowa State history. So I don't think that part of it is going to bother him that much. Now, I think that he's probably going to hear some things from Eagles fans that he didn't hear in Iowa Oh yeah, would be my guess. But, you know, I, I think that the thing that really is really interesting to me about this game is, believe it or not, Angelo, and I know you talked to with Sirianni about it yesterday, this game's a lot on Gannon, man. Because remember, Gannon's philosophy is to not give up the explosive plays. Well, is he going to let the Niners kind of run the ball down the Eagles' throat like they did, like the Cowboys did a little bit, like the Commanders did, like the Saints did? Because sometimes people are afraid of really trying to stop the Niners' run because they get their explosive plays off of play action. So you're worried about the run, worried about the run. They fake it to McCaffrey, and then it's Kittle behind you or Samuel behind the linebackers for a big play. I know it's been a topic of conversation this week, but I really think the onus is on Jonathan Gannon and what he does. I am fascinated to see early in the game, does he decide we're not going to do everything possible to stop the run because we don't want to give up the explosives, or – or we need to stop these guys from running it, try to get them into obvious passing situations, and get a lead. This game, defensively to me, is on Gannon. All right, I need to clarify this. I am not saying this, ladies and gentlemen. Our football expert is Ross Tucker, who played eight years in the NFL. You're saying it's important for Gannon to go more aggressive against that team? Is that what I'm hearing? I am saying that we're going to find out which way, what Gannon picks. You can't really pick both. You can either say the priority is stopping the run and we'll take our chances with some of these explosive plays off of play action, or the priority is stopping the, the explosive plays and play action and we're going to give up some stuff against the run. I want option A. What do you think he should do? Uh, I think he should pick right, whichever one that is. I think he should choose right. And by the way, maybe more importantly, Angelo, be willing to adjust if it doesn't work. I think stylistically, I'd rather see him stop the run, get the and take the chances with some of the play action passes and the explosive a little bit. Yep. I think it's I think stopping the run is worth because the Cowboys did that in the first half against the Niners, and the Niners couldn't do anything. The Whoa. Niners only had like 100 yards of offense in the first half. How many points they scored? Like six or something? I would like to see the Eagles stop the run, put them in obvious passing situations. Their O-line, Angelo, is not designed for drop-back passing. If it's third and long, I believe the Eagles will eat them up and eat Purdy up, kind of like they ate Daniel Jones up. All right, Russ, I normally would end this by getting you to predict what you think who will win. I'm not going to do that. You will be on here tomorrow. Is that correct? That is And correct. I know I've been advised from people in your family that you would like to defer until Keith Jones makes his selection at the end <laughs> of today's show. That is what I have heard. Is that So, Russ, we will <laughs> defer for you till tomorrow. That is great analysis, Russ. Thank you, as always. That was terrific. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. So, he's Al. He's, he's really giving you the options here. And he's going, which way are you going to go? Super aggressive. Jam them up, 
eight in a box, stop the run, bring the people up, which is kind of somewhat what the Eagles did on, on Saturday night. Right. And that is the formula for success, ladies and gentlemen. I would alter the formula on offense because it does not sound like God it will have the same opportunities no. against the Niners that they did against the Giants who can't cover a tight end. <laughs> but I would definitely do defense, tighten it up, Gannon. At the end of this rainbow is a pot of gold. You will be a head coach of the NFL, and we'll all leave happy. Uh, they stopped the run, they win the game. Yeah, they <laughs> stopped the run, they win the game. McCaffrey, stop McCaffrey. Mike's on live from Douglasville. Hi, Mikey. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing all right. That last statement there, that kind of worries me because, uh, I, I mean, it seems like Jonathan Gannon, all he wants to do is stop the big play. He's more than willing to give up rushing guards for, instead of uh, passing guards. That actually kind of worries me a little bit. Well, see, Mike, that was the whole gist of my argument about him. I don't like guys that give the other team yardage and give yeah. them uh, long drives and stuff like that. And you saw what happened. I got ripped apart, Mike. So, Assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. Yes. I mean, honestly, this Sirianni right now is really getting edgy. He's really getting uh, flamboyant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, Mike, yeah. I'm with you. I, I don't like – I just don't like enduring a long drive. I don't like being in field goal range, and they've just had nine plays. That kind of stuff wears on it, me. Well, and the big part about that is it takes the crowd out of the yes. game. Yes. That cannot happen on Sunday. Do you understand if they defer, the Eagles win the toss, they defer, and that happens, you have sucked some of the life out before anything really went on. That New Year's Eve game just no. literally sticks in my crawl because that's what they did. You know what, though, Mike? I, you sound like the kind of guy that would not lose your juice after a series or two. I would like to see you at this game. Could you give me a Chris who is better than Chris Sims? I'm torn between two, so I'm going to go with uh, let's go with Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. That's a very good one. He, I believe, Al, is the, the Marvel uh, actor. guy, right? Or, or he, I believe, those Helmsworth guys are all amazingly great looking. He's Thor. Yes, they are. I believe Thor, that it. was the one that was married to Miley Cyrus. No, Liam was married to Miley. Uh, Chris is married to another actress. Very you Thor. Jonesy, I got to be honest with you. I swear to God. Yes, I've watched these guys. Yeah. These guys are Adonises. Yeah, they're six five chiseled, mm-hmm. and I always said to myself. Mm-hmm. What if for one day I look like that? Would that be amazing, Joseph? Good news is you don't have to worry about it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You are one ugly bugger. Oh, my God, Josie. (laughs) That's not right. Well, that's why I was thinking about it. Yeah. Just don't think about it. Just here one day instead of this person. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth is here. Mm -hmm. Would that be impressive? No. You could look like Pete Davidson Probably and still get all the hot chicks. You, you look know, like Thor. That one I'll never understand. I love bringing it up to you. It bothers Every, you. Oh, he's got a new one now. A new what? Every month he's got a new attractive woman. Well, that's yeah. the problem. If you're that and good look, looking, you got to keep getting new women. It's Pete. hard to do. <laughs> look at me. Are you, sp- <laughs> Are you speaking from experience, Joseph? Huh. 215. I don't like to brag. 592-9494. Uh. When we return... You got to hear this. I just promoted Kyle Brandt did a thing on the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys are not having a good week. Oh, it's ugly. It's really bad. It's this guy, This guy put it all together.
All right, welcome back. By the way, Ross Tucker, he was brought to you by First Trust Bank, the official bank of the Eagles, and he will be back here tomorrow, too, to uh, uh, dispense more knowledge. Ava Graham's here. We're going to do a quick switch of our question early today. Yeah, brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore, looking to buy or lease a new Silverado. Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. How much are you willing to pay to see the Niners-Eagles championship game at the link on Sunday? 60% say, I prefer to see TV. Because it's almost too nerve-wracking. It's hard. That's a responsibility for the other 40%. So how much are they spending? 26% 26% must spend between 200 and 500. All right, that's you, huh? That's right. That's All right. Uh, what about 501 to 1,000? 9%. Hmm. And only 5% would spend more than 1,000. Well, they don't that's, have that, that, makes sense. Yeah, that makes much sense. money. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? To get a great seat, you will have to spend that. Yeah. All right. New, now, I, there, there's a reason why I'm asking this next question. Al, I am often told on email that this is a kinder, gentler Philadelphia than it was when we started. Okay. Uh-huh. And I don't know, do you believe that or not? Yes. I, I, deep down, I don't think so. I think the parents handed down the same edgy approach to the kids. You think? Maybe a little. Yeah. Well, know. then you're going to predict the outcome of this. Go ahead, Abe. Do you feel any sympathy at all for the current plight of the Cowboys? Yes or no? <laughs> all right. Now they have again faded out. How is that? Now, if know, this were a kinder, de- gentler piece, uh, place, it would be like 80% ah. feel no sympathy, right? You could ask that question in Moscow. And they <laughs> Thank you, Al. Nobody feels sympathy for the Cowboys. What the hell? What is no, that I question? Mean, no. I mean, really? Al, and the, the only place might be if you could get to hell? No, there yes. are people. Yeah, there is. First of all, uh, Josie brought this up. What? Where has Lamont gone? Oh, it's going to be bad, you know. Oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, Where the hell God. is that jackass no. now? He's calling today. He's calling he's, my uh, ass. He's, he's going to call today. Uh, Lamont, you're a worm and a cockroach. Ooh. Al, I'm going to bet it's under 90%. Oh, no stop. way. It's under 90%. No, This will be a good way to gauge it. It was laughable. All right, well, let me give you a little something to chew on. What is- As you might expect, the Cowboys are taking some heat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the coach, the last play they designed oh, with Ezekiel uh, oh, Elliott centering the ball. Al, what was that? It that was, was. I thought. Awesome. Man, you know, two weeks ago, I thought the worst last play I would ever see would be the Vikings. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hold my beer. I th- I think Elliott was going to become a guy that was supposed to stay on his feet and go get the ball. He got crushed. The guy just took him right out of the play. He did. Now, I I got a lot of email feedback on that. The uh, ongoing theory is that Mike McCarthy had shrooms. At halftime. Something. <laughs> yeah, it's shrooms. Is that legal? I don't think it is. Anyway, so Kyle Brandt, Al, who uh, we have just learned from his friend Ross Tucker, has never been really impressed by uh, the Cowboys. Yeah. He did a rant. He's a rather young guy. I would say he's in his 40s. Yeah. Right? Somewhere in his 40s. Middle age. And he harking back <laughs> at the history of the Cowboys while he has been around. And here's Kyle Brandt from NFL Network. There's so much doom and gloom. I, I go the complete opposite way. This was a, an incredible, wonderful season for the Cowboys. And I mean that. They won a playoff game this year, guys. That's the fifth time in the last 27 years they've won a playoff game. That's huge. They should have a parade today in Dallas. This, this, this organization is not about title games and championships and Super Bowls. It hasn't been since I got my driver's license. This was massive. A win the division round would just be gravy. Wild card round, massive. That's huge. It's a great season for them. And Dak's sitting there saying, this is uh, unacceptable, unacceptable. 
No, it's not. It's completely acceptable. You do it every year and you just get paid and that's the way the business works. You get, you're one of the highest paid guys in the league. You guys never do anything of consequence. It's the very definition of acceptable. I look at Ezekiel Elliott, one of the highest paid running backs in the league. And he's, I guess, found his niche as a short yardage running back? <laughs> what? Like he's Mike Tolbert or something? It is very strange. And as far as Jerry, well, you know, we want to put on a show. We're the ultimate showman on PT Barnum and Barnum, and it's the Dallas Cowboys. The best show you guys put on was tuning in to see how many kicks your kicker would miss. That was the most intriguing thing. They showed up. They got thumped. Dak Prescott, your hero, your prince, the face of the organization, was outplayed by a rookie, a neophyte who's never been there before by far. And the worst part is no one is surprised. And when you have a chance to throw it to Cavante Turpin at the end of the game with their season on the line, you have to do it, guys. I don't know why everyone's criticizing that play. It's not just that they lose every year in the playoffs. It's that there's always this massive joke at the end of the season, like, like a walk-off, like in the SNL when they say goodnight on the stairs to sign off from the episode. And you might be sitting here, oh, the Bills aren't about championships. You're right. I was asked about the Cowboys, but you're definitely right. The Cowboys, since I was in high school, be keep asking us, why is this Cowboys team special? This team's special. This team's special. They're never special. I don't know if they're ever going to be special because Dak Prescott was wrong. It's not unacceptable. Not only is it completely acceptable, it's the Cowboy way, and this was just the latest chapter. And I'm going to tell you the most impressive part of that. Mm-hmm. We do not think that was written. There was no indication when he delivered it. That he had a script yeah, he wasn't. was reading. It, that came from the heart. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, there isn't even any way for Jerry Jones to dispute that. No. It's 100% no. accurate. And it's about time these Cowboy fans came to grips with the fact that they have stunk now <laughs> for three decades. They, when we started out, they dominated. Remember our first years here? No. Remember the tent shows where yeah. they would come in oh, and they yeah. would America's beat the team. Eagles at the vet and all this by play? When are we going to win? Well, the last 20 years. Well, they have to hope that, ironically, we're their best. We're, we're what they need. What do you mean? They need people to hate them. Yeah. Well, because they it's not a problem. It's, it, but but really, if it wasn't for that, they would be irrelevant. Well, here's the thing. I mean, the, yeah, the if, hate of them keeps them relevant. If you want the real <laughs> the bottom hell? line, I'll, I will give it to you. Yeah. They're never winning anything while Jerry Jones is the owner. And you don't care because he's making a Jerry fortune. Jonah, Jerry Jones is not, that is not the ultimate priority. No. Although he keeps saying it is. He's making an enormous amount of money. Yeah. His investment in the Dallas Cowboys is the greatest he financial ever. move he's ever made. He, mm-hmm. It's almost like wrestling where he yeah. has a villain wrestler and he yeah. makes a fortune yeah. off That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> and the fact is, yeah. and you know, it's, it's kind of um, exciting to say. The Eagles are so much better an organization now than the Cowboys. It's actually laughable. It is laughable. <laughs> it's laughable. Yeah, it is. It happened. That worm turned 180 in the time we were here. Now the Eagles are the gold standard, and those guys are pretenders. It's beautiful. Let's go to John. Hi, Johnny. Hey, Angela. What are you, what are you feeling today, John? Oh, man, I'm feeling great. I I, I live in Maine. And I've been surrounded by Pat fans and Brady fans mm. the whole time I've lived here. Yeah, and it's boy, funny. I love this right now. I was thinking about the Pats because five years ago, the Pats were the uh, favorites to win it all. And they didn't think the Eagles had a shot. And, and the Eagles stole that from them. And you know what? Ever since then, John, 
Pats, not so great. They did win the next year, but they've been in the decline, and the Eagles have been in the incline. It's nice the way that worked out. I love it. I love it. Boy, and I tell you, they are quiet now. All right, All so, John, John, if you yeah. uh, did win tickets to see this game, would you drive down from Maine? Oh, my God. Absolutely. All right. I'd fly my son up from Tampa. All right, how long a ride would that be? <laughs> Uh, about seven hours. It's not terrible. Not too bad. Is there snow no. on the ground in Maine right now? So as we speak, I am snowshoeing in about a foot and a half of snow. Wow, Al, it it's does huge. snow somewhere in America. Yeah, New England's yeah. got some snow. We Buffalo. haven't seen anything no, here might this not year, get John. any all year. That'll be amazing. Yeah. All right, John, moment of truth. Give me a better Chris than Chris Sims. You know, I'm so glad that no one has said this yet, but Chris Long. Chris Long, oh, a good. member of our championship team. There's no way Ava can ignore that That's one. That's an excellent one. All right, on the line with amazing. us right now, Al. I would, last week at the Borgata, mm-hmm. this woman took over the casino. She did. You were there, Josie. Yeah, you saw great. what a singer she was. She did a retrospective of our show, and people raved about it. It was amazing. She is back now, I believe, with the song applied to this game coming up. Hi, Deb. Good morning, Angelo. That guy from Maine just stole my Chris. He is the best. Oh, that's Um, a shame. But, Debbie, have you been working on a new tune? I do. I have a new tune, and this is all about this week, and this is all about the fans, and this is all about the energy that everybody who's going to be in the lake this weekend is going to bring. All right, Debbie, before you sing this, how long does it take for you to put one of these things together? This one, my husband Rob and I last night wrote in about a half hour. It just was such a great idea. We had two competing songs going, and this one won, and it's mainly Rob. And, Rob, it rocks. All right, but here's the thing with Rob, your husband. Uh, he did convince you to perform the song last Friday. So now you're kind of uh, deferring to him a little bit more because his judgment was correct? Correct. Yeah, uh, he seemed I, like I a very nice guy. Seemed like a nice guy there, but uh, uh, you guys are very talented. I did not realize you worked together on these. All right, this is about this week. Is that the song, Debbie? Yes, it is. All right, without further ado, let's hear it. Birds show us everything you've got. Feds keep screaming and the link gets hot. Gonna go wild, wheel drive, brought crazy. We're gonna tell you before the big win. We'll party hard and then we'll go on in. Philly fans are wild, we're effing crazy. We'll keep on shouting, we'll keep on shouting. The D's. Gonna rock and roll and fight. They'll make Purdy pay the O's. Gonna rock and roll and fight. Put the Niners away. The fans are gonna scream and shout all night. So San Fran can't hear the play. Our birds got the Super Bowl inside. We're going all the way. Wow. Ah, that was awesome. Debbie, Joe T. Jones is a hater of music. Josie, you enjoyed that, didn't you? That was really well done. He really Debbie, I gotta understand this. Have you ever sung professionally? Not really. I, I, I sang a little bit with a band like thirty years ago. Then I dealt with some health issues, so my voice is really thrashed. 
All right, so you're saying that at one time you had an even better singing voice than this one? I did. <gasps> you could have been famous. Nah. <laughs> well, Debbie, all right, moment of truth. You can sing this at the game if you could give me a Chris better than Chris Sims. All righty. Uh, like I said, Chris Long was taken, but he was so funny in Taxi and so funny in Back to the Future. Christopher Lloyd is highly entertaining. I love Excellent. Christopher Lloyd. And you know what I read yesterday, Al? They did Back to the Future together. He has remained friends with uh, Michael Fox. Michael uh, Fox. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox for over 30 years. And it's an amazing thing. And now he also said he had got Parkinson's at a very young age. Right, yeah. He masked it for years by boozing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You should read this stuff on TMZ. It's very interesting. I, you know, it's I, a lot of that stuff on there. Josie, you should read more. No, I'm no, telling you, that's not happening. You would not have known the information I just gave out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably never use it. I just did. Uh, that's why I don't read. <laughs> when we come back, before Brad DeGrave comes on, it's important that we deal with the matchup that may well decide the Eagle season. Bosa versus Johnson. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that next. Also coming up. Uh, in light of the fact the Eagles' Christmas album has been so successful, yep. WIP is going to attempt to uh, market an album this week of songs making fun of Brock Purdy. We will let you hear our commercial for that. We're working here out with KTEL Records. <laughs> and you will hear our commercial of Brock Purdy songs <laughs> when we return. Hi, Tom Forty Three is the time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to set this up before we talk to Brenda Graham because Brenda Graham is an elite defensive lineman and has been so for over a decade. But the fact is, he will not be part of the one of the great matchups we will ever see in line play on Sunday because you're going to see the best defensive end in football, Nick Bosa, slightly better than Reddick. But not by yeah, a wide margin close. now. Not he's, by much. He's more powerful. He's got. He's fast, more of a dude, power really run. But you got Nick Bosa lining up against Lane Johnson, who has not given up a sack in three seasons. Amazing. And Lane Johnson, Al, is <laughs> like a wall. You <laughs> can't get around him. He won't let you get around him. He almost never gets nailed for holding even. And by the way, I got a great I got some great information coming up for Eagle fans. If you need mm. something to get excited about, I'm going to give it to you. You've been good with out. this stuff. Dude. I've been so yeah, good. This is good. I am so good with this is my yep. strength now. Official. But not yet. Yep. I want to get to that. So yesterday, Nick Sirianni, and I actually think when Nick is talking at his news coverage yesterday, he's thinking about this matchup. Listen. We're excited about the matchups that we're going to I think you're going to see a lot of really good matchups in this game of really good on good. Um, you know, there's a lot of good on good out there that's going to be happening in this game. And so, um, you know, it'll, it, you know, that, and that's what the NFC championship game should be. Well, it's, uh, we're not talking good on, on good. Great. We're talking best on best yep. in this game. These are the best. And we had our guys in here yesterday. It turned into a football roundtable out by accident. It's sitting in your seat was Barrett Brooks. Barrett, yep. Big lineman. Yep. Next to him was Hugh Douglas. Right down the hall, yep. Big <laughs> lineman. Yep. 
And next to him was Seth Joyner, big linebacker. Wow. And they were talking about this, and they went, well, here's what's going to happen. Early in this game, Boza is going to line up on Lane and find out how injured Lane is. Lane is a wall. Will he be less of one because it's Boza and he's still hurting? Yeah. This is sensational. If Boza, who, by the way, is also, like many stars, an egomaniac, <laughs> our ego beyond belief, he got nailed for a 15-yard penalty. He blew a game doing yep. this. He yes, threw he the did. helmet. Here's the huh. thing. He helped get the Jaguars in, the, the championship by going nuts on the sideline. He will not want to move. They could move the other side, and he could go against Maialata and whatever tight end they're going to put there. Because they're not going to let Maialata on an island. That's his brother you're talking about. No, you got the wrong guy. Oh, yeah. the, the other brother yeah, plays the for wrong the Chargers. Guy, yeah. All right, they're both Close stupid. Yeah. But anyway, here's they're the thing. Here's they the thing related. with Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, Al. Mm-hmm. This is going to be spectacular. And I am in Team Johnson. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, this is the ultimate test. So we're going to ask Brandon Graham when he comes on. Graham lines up across from Lane. Is he, uh, you know, what's that like? Yeah, that's a great question. Does he ever win in practice? I doubt <laughs> Does it. Does Graham ever beat Lane Johnson? Good question. Is Lane only that way when it's a game and he, you know, that's wow. when it matters? I can't wait to talk to Brandon about this after he explains why he called me a grumpy old man. Because, <laughs> Al, we do get along well, right? Yeah. You know, Brandon gets on with everybody. He was me. He exactly. meant it affectionately. Yeah. So it's more him than me. Uh, he, yeah. you know, no, it's you. Yeah. He, he thinks you that's charming. Be, you can be a grumpy. It's old charming. Man. He's charming. I, no, your grumpy old man is charming. I thought I was charming the hell out of the guy. Yeah, you're that. You've reached that status now where that's charming I, to be. You're like you're, you're, you're two uh, weeks from now. You'd be at McDonald's with some old guys at your, yelling. At your age, it's uh, <laughs> about charming, not charming. <laughs> what I may do, I'll well, not. You mentioned that. Yeah. Maybe we'll go to McDonald's for lunch and have like a poke. You know, and that and that makes sense to retire from this, getting paid millions to do the same thing at McDonald's at six a.m. Yeah, you could join the other old guys that are sitting in there. <laughs> Did I just hear some attitude about my hell? decision to leave? <laughs> five more be, years. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to him for the next did five you, years did you hear? at McDonald's. Yeah. I'll go to McDonald's and yell with the other guys about the Eagles. <laughs> Talk about grumpy old men. <laughs> that's that's grumpy. That is. I, don't, I never act that grumpy. No, but. that wasn't grumpy. That was um, attitude. It was attitude. With attitude. I was here 33 years. I'm a, uh, if I had killed somebody 33 years ago, I'd be out on parole by now. Nobody would vote you out. <laughs> Lenny's on the line for one minute. Hi, Lenny. Good morning. How you doing, Len? I'm doing fine. How are you? Well, I'm five days away, but I still feel excited when there's a big Eagles game, man. It's nothing better. Nothing. It's actually good to see two real good teams playing each other. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching. I think I'm a year older than uh, than Ray Diddy. Um, so I'm 80 years old, still mobile. So I'm, I'm upright. So nice. All right. Yeah. Congrats, man. Uh, and I just love the Eagles. Always have. Listen, uh, I just want you to know this is interesting. That's my birthday. This Sunday is my birthday. Your 80th, 80th birthday. Your 80th I'm, birthday I'm, I'm is Sunday. Years. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Lenny, how great would this be if you won the tickets? 
You got to be kidding. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Lenny, are you, you still, after all these years, you never lost your love. Did you hand it never. down in your family? Did you hand it down to kids and stuff? I'm a lot like you. You know, I can't even go to the bathroom. I got to watch every play. Yeah, every I got to. Yeah. Yeah, that gets tough now with the prostate. No, they got shorts for that. <laughs> All right, Lenny, without further ado, give me a Chris better than Chris Sims. Well, a couple of mine were already taken, but I'm going to give you Chris Everett. Chris oh, Everett nice. uh, is a her. great one. And she is, uh, I believe, fighting cancer right now. I and think she winning. just announced she, uh, yep, yeah, she had great. beaten it. She's, She's winning. In remission, wow, what a what a player she was. She what was a competitor. She was awesome. And then she ended up. Uh, I think she married, married Greg Norman, but it didn't last long at all. It no, was like... she has also had a fascinating dating history. She once dated Jimmy Connors. Yes, <laughs> weren't they engaged? Is a lefty. Back then, they were called America's Sweethearts. Oh. Full of what, useless information. Jonesy, once again, this is why you need to read. <laughs> yeah. You would not have known that. Jimmy, Jimmy had a clothing line, too. Do you remember that? Jimmy, Jimmy yeah, Connors? JC had all the nice T-shirts and that you could wear. How would you know that? You're wearing a free NHL TNT <laughs> sweatshirt and uh, what looks like uh, Detroit Piston Pants. <laughs> That's not I'm Detroit. A big, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Mark is up next. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, sir. Nice to talk to you. First time caller, long time listener. Wow. I love you guys. I love a first timer. You waited quite a while there, Mark. You just made it yes, in sir. in time. Yes, sir. I had to get on. I listen to you guys every morning. I'm a, a transportation driver for a couple kids. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm up early all the time listening to you guys, man. You guys get me through my morning, man. I deeply appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your loyalty to us, Mark. And uh, just tell me something. What do you think on Sunday? Well, I think you got two of the best teams uh, in the NFC East matching up, but I think it, we couldn't have it no better than this, man. Dallas, they suck. We already know that. Like uh, Shady McCoy said, Dak is ass. So I'm glad we don't see those guys anyway. Um, San Fran is the better matchup, and what other way to have it to beat the best? The best playing the best, and we're going to come out on top victorious. Yeah. it's You know what? This is the right matchup for now, and I love our matchup with a rookie quarterback who's a seventh-round pick. But, Mark – our fans got to win this for us. Seriously. That we kid, that Ange, kid's going to be week. nervous. We show up every week, Ange. We home. This is what we've been waiting for all season, all year. We put our predictions in, and now we're here where we said we was going to be at. This, And they're doing it for you. We doing it. The city is doing it for you, Ange. All right, listen. If you win, then nobody's doing a damn thing for me. Believe me, I'm getting attacked these days. But, Mark, here's what I need to know. If you do win these tickets, will you heckle Brock Purdy? Most definitely. All right, Most let's definitely. hear this. Give me a Chris better than Chris Sims. I'm going to go with the all, one of the all-time great announcers, man, Chris Berman. Chris Ooh, Berman. that's a good Ooh, one. you're lucky I'm not the judge. <laughs> not a big fan. Not a big it's fan. It's still a big name. It's a big Chris. No, it's a big name. Yeah. Ultimately, Ava Graham will select mm. five Chris's to go in the hat. One comes out, you go to the game. Wow, I can't even imagine the value of those tickets. It's beautiful. All right, anyway, in an effort to get the right tempo, and when I went to Conklin on this, I said, Joe, you have to set a hostile environment mm-hmm. for Brock Purdy. So, Al, he went back in time for KTEL Records. Remember oh, they used yeah. to do records? And he went, what if you put out a record with a lot of song that ridiculed and frustrated Brock Purdy? Here's what he came up with. KTEL Records presents Brock Purdy's Reckoning. Ah! Hey, rookie, it's your coming out party. 
Purdy. We're gonna brock this clown, turn him inside out. Oh! We're gonna brock this clown, make him scream and shout. Ah! It's gonna be years before this poor young man recovers from the trauma he's about to endure. Purdy woman, you're getting your ass beat. Purdy woman. Time to taste defeats, Purdy Woman. He'll be taking all the hits. Bye-bye, oh! Purdy. We're gonna blitz you so. Bye-bye, Purdy. God, you really blow. Your career will be pretty much finished after this game. I don't want to see your Purdy work. No more. You're a fool to think that Purdy works. Oh, yeah. Hey, Purdy boy. The big bully in Philly is about to steal your lunch money and punch you right in your Purdy lips. Purdy, you're a boy gonna destroy playing at the link. Gonna get your ass beat someday. Pass rush in your face. You big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. And we will, we Pretty soon you're going down. Sunday, 3 p.m. at the link. Oh, I like that. We will, we will, Brock you, Brock you. And then you know they'll probably change Brock to something close to that. And now you got something. How about that? See Joe Cockless Comedy Show at the Holy Rosary Regional School on Walton Road in Bluebell on Saturday, February 4th for tickets. Go to JoeConklin.com, but you're telling me how Conklin last night at he the was really good. dinner killed. He was really good. He crushed. He did. Yeah. He was a star. He was what the was MC. his biggest thing? Do you know what hit the biggest with the sports writers? Dan Baker. Dan Baker. Who got the courageous thing. And nice. Then, uh, he, nice. He said, now these changes for the Phillies. We're winning. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a great very line. good. And he did that in Dan Baker's voice. Oh, yeah. He was Even really, better. He was really good. 215. <laughs> Jonesy, you impressed? No. <laughs> oh, it was good. 592.